92.9 ESPN. Now, 92.9 FM ESPN presents Memphis's biggest columnist. You ain't got to do nothing, homeboy. You ain't writing nothing. No, you ain't writing nothing. I ain't letting him write. He ain't getting no interviews. It's the award-winning Jeff Calkins from the Daily Memphian and the Jeff Calkins Show. I don't get no interviews. I know. On 92.9 FM, ESPN. Ladies and gentlemen, this is something they call a groundbreaker. So let me first apologize to the shots and the ties for your makeup. Cause I make you ugly As soon as it drops We're on a rampage Bubbles popping up Because you know where This rubble and dust Cause we'll be pushing it up Somebody say You Thursday. Happy Leap Day. Uh, I, I think our man Charles Fishman nailed it on Leap Day when he identified earlier this week how utterly disrespected Leap Day is. That that w- w- the the things we celebrate are. Festive, like Festivus. We make a bigger deal over Festivus, whatever. Things we just make up, right? Cyber Monday, like the, the, certainly President's Day. There's a, a million things that we just sort of make up. And Leap Day should be special. Leap Day should be treated with some respect. And instead it's, ha, 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 Leap Day. That's it. That's it. That's it. There, there's nothing. What is happening? On, I'll tell you what is happening on Leap Day. Evidently, if it's your birthday... Chris Harrington has a piece on uh, Muddy's, the, the, the bakery, the cupcake place. And uh, it was born on a leap day in 2008. So and I'm taking Chris's piece in the Daily Memphian's word for it. If you, too, were born on a leap day, you can go by and get two free cupcakes. So that's good. But, <laughs> but we should have more. We should certainly have the day off. Well, I'm glad you're, I'm glad you're bringing – well, we wouldn't have the day off. Let's be real. <laughs> Chipotle is offering free guacamole today. Yeah. Although, to anybody, according to the story that I'm reading, it's not totally free. You got to buy stuff, I bet. Uh, If with a regular order of. Come on. You're you're sniffing around it. Oh, what? You're sniffing around it. You know the answer to this. Come on. What, what, What would you have to do? To get something free at a at a dining establishment. Oh, you got to sign up for the damn app. There you go. Bingo. Yeah, you got to sign up for the app, and then you got a free. They would probably do that anyway. They need Leap Day. They're just pretending it's for Leap Day. Taco, yeah, they're just marketing. What Taco Bell got? is offering rewards members a crunch wrap for two twenty nine in the app. That's pathetic. Offering rewards members a crunch wrap for two twenty nine for Leap Day. That's, that's I think that's about half off. The two twenty nine is mm. obviously because it is two dot twenty nine, and so <laughs> if you needed me to connect that for you. 7-Eleven is offering customers any combination of five wings for that same price, $229. 229. 
$2.29. Hooters is giving loyalty members select appetizers for $2.29. Krispy Kreme has a promotion where you can get an original glazed donut for $2.29 with the purchase of any regular priced dozen. Is a Krispy Kreme it's donut more than $2.29? I'll tell you what. Yesterday, inflation hit me t- twice. I went by one gas station and I got a Diet Coke. And it was two something. It was like two ninety seven or two. So did you do the bottle? Just a little plastic bottle, whatever the normal size plastic yeah. bottle is. That twelve ounces, whatever that is. That the sixteen ounces. What is it? That's twenty. Just the, it's usually twenty. Not the giant one. Just yeah, the, twenty's it, like that's this. One. A, yeah, okay, yeah, I got that one. It was nearly three bucks. Yeah. And then I stopped at another place. This was a really healthy day for me yesterday. I needed a pick me up, and I stopped. I got a bag of Doritos. The woman said that'll be three dollars. Jeff, it sounds like uh, after getting married, you're really letting yourself go. <laughs> Uh, it was actually two ninety five. She said, "Well, two ninety five. So I just gave her three dollars, and then my sad, yeah, whatever, just keep my it. sad yeah. little bag of Doritos. And uh, so maybe two twenty nine. Maybe the, all these things for two twenty nine is such not is not such a bad deal. Uh, so there are ways to celebrate. I don't think I'll take advantage of any of those though. I I can't. I have not seen a deal that I'm like, ooh, got to do that one. Yeah. How much can you get into a? What's the get in price for a Grizzlies game against Portland uh, this weekend? We got the. We got the double header against Portland. Is that less than two twenty nine? Is it less than uh, the Brooklyn game was two bucks? Let's see. Get in price right now for the Blazers. It's weekend. It's weekend, so it might be a little bit higher. You know, folks might have. Anyway, for those of you who who, who don't remember, we did discuss this. The, the problem is, is that the calendar doesn't really line up. <laughs> Tickets as low as two dollars. So there you go. Less than two twenty nine. So uh, the uh, I assume that's before the, 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 the whole the whole calendar doesn't exactly line up with the rotation of mm-hmm. earth around the sun and so you had to insert a leap day evidently it was julius caesar in 45 bc as always who uh who came up with the julian calendar mm-hmm. of course where do you think of that name <laughs> right right uh no ego and, on that uh, guy it's like uh and uh but that was not that was not it, it, there, there was slippage in that one it wasn't it wasn't, it wasn't perfect yeah. it wasn't clean and so then Pope Gregory the 13th, he came up with the, And there does seem there to be was a, that many Gregories? XIII, that's 13, right? If I'm not an yeah. idiot? Okay, there's a no, lot. No, I'm just like, doesn't lot, that shock you that that, that many, many Gregories? Pe- yeah. Right? Like if you said Pope Paul the 13th, it's like, okay, I get it's, that. It's a, this is kind of amazing because you would never guess what he named his calendar. What it was named. The Gregorian? The Gregorian no calendar. No way. <laughs> exactly right. The Gregorian calendar. So we have leap days every four years, right? Except every year that is divisible by four, there is a leap day. Except the days that are divisible by 100. Because the four doesn't line up exactly either, right? So if there's, if it's, if it's... So the year 2000, we did not have leap day? Did not have a leap day. I don't recall that. Well, that's, 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 that's true. Did huh? not have a leap day. No, uh, yeah, I mean... Uh, well, wait, 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 maybe that's not true. No, you're right. Except for the days that are divisible by 400. So 2000 so divisible by 4, yeah. Well, it wasn't, yeah, right, yeah, yeah so it did. Five. Yeah. So if it's divisible by 4, you got a leap day. Unless it's divisible by 100, in which case no leap day. Unless it's divisible by 400, in which case leap day. There's a lot of footnotes on that. A lot of footnotes on that, yeah. And they figured all this out a long, long time ago. And uh, so there you go. There's God's really, watching. There's really Are we 100% confident <laughs> right, that the calendar's right? I think Greg nailed it. I think Greg, you know, in terms of the great gag Gregs, there's 
Greg Norman, you know, uh, uh, the Gregorian. He's one of the great losers. <laughs> right. Uh, who else? What other Greg Gregs we got? There's Greg Gaston of local fame. Of course. You know, Greg Gaston of local fame. Uh, there's uh, Popovich. Greg Popovich is a. But he's a two big Gs. That's kind of. That's kind of. That's eh, not yeah, the same. I mean, nope, nope. That's nope. almost as bad as being Jeffrey and spelling it with a yeah, G. Almost. In terms of of things, like there are lots of things we celebrate every year, Christmas or Thanksgiving or whatever, uh, the World Series or the Super Bowl, whatever it is, right? Lots of things come around once a year, and you're like, ah, that's great. Can't wait to next year this time. Action. Then <laughs> there are things that come around regularly, but less regularly. Right? Like, they're on cycles, but they're not annual cycles. Okay? So, in terms... You nailed that perfectly. In terms of those things, where does Leap Day... Like, I'll, 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 throw, out, I'll throw out one that, that's something that comes out regularly, but not as regularly, not annually. Okay? The Olympics, right? The Olympics. That's a... That's a really, it's a two-year cycle now because you get winter and summer. They're not, no, no, not aligned, right? They're, we're still Correct. split, right? Yeah. So, but every four years, you got one Olympics and then the other Olympics. Summer games are always the presidential election years and winter games are... Oh, there's are, another one. Election years, yeah. right? Elections come around, uh, but not, um, not every year. Um, what else you got for me? World Cup. World Cup. That's another one. Yeah, World Cup. Your favorite? Uh, the Ryder Cup. The Ryder Cup. Yeah, the Ryder Cup, the Olympics. So, so we got the Olympics, we got elections, we got the World Cup, we got the Ryder Cup, we got Hockey, skate. hockey doesn't do a big. No, they they, they skipped. The... That was so that's so ridiculous. Even, Olympic hockey even, is amazing. Even Gregory couldn't make sense yes. of this. Gregory or Julius couldn't make sense of because the NHL just randomly decides whether to participate in Olympics. This will or be not. an Olympic. This year. This is going to be an Olympic year. This isn't. There's no. There's no cycle to it. So it doesn't really work cicadas cicadas and it may sound like uh they're coming more often they're not um it, it, there are there are annual cicadas which are a totally different beast and then there's different cycles of cicadas i think there's like seven year cycles and 17 whatever so cicadas come uh every once in a while um i bet of yours what's your favorite what's your favorite of the things that come around you know Every I mean, so for me, it's... Um, um, eclipses, by the way. Eclipses, another one, right? Comets. Comets? Yeah. Do we... Well, they don't... But they once they go by, they only go by once. Right? The comets I, no, cycle I, around. I, Do I, we yeah, see... I think they cycle. Because oh, yeah, no, Haley's, Haley's, Haley's comets. Oh, you're right. Yeah. No, 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 you're right. You're right. I'm an idiot. So comets and uh, eclipses. I'll be honest. I've never much cared about eclipses. I The... The one that I thought was, the, the one that we had with like the with the Redbirds game, game, yeah. I thought that was that was cool. that was the first one. What that was, was like, so great about that one? What made I think that it was one just, different? It, I think it covered so much of America. We like there's that was a good. There's one. oftentimes that was the that you have eclipses really that only about. like I think it covered something like eighty percent of America. Yeah, I like that eclipse. That was a, that was that was probably my number one ranked eclipse. Um, but I think uh, I mean I bet a lot of people would say the World Cup. Right. I, I enjoy the World Cup. The problem is it's usually during irregular hours and it makes it more difficult to watch. For me, it's, gotta be the, it's Ryder the Ryder Cup. Cup. Like, it's the one event that I feel like delivers. Like, and, and it hasn't, by the way, and maybe this is not true, it feels like to me the Olympics, for whatever reason, have been diminished. I just think there's so much. They're not like, what they... Like now, like when, when we started, listen, I'm glad for the medal count. I'm a, I'm a patriot. I, I have pride in my country. 
But when we started added like the dope smoking sports, like when you just kind of get high and ride a skateboard, I, I mean, is that it or is it? Maybe they they mean just as much to everybody. Like I used to be of the view that people don't say they don't care about the Olympics until the Olympics start, and then all of a sudden all these sports that they don't care about they care deeply about for three weeks, and then they go away, whatever else. And so maybe that's not maybe, true. Maybe, I'm still into curling, and so. Um, so maybe that's true, but it feels like to me, some of it is, is that Olympics was used to be like the one time of when you could get sports on all the time. Yeah. You just, now we get sports on all the time, all the time. You know what I mean? Like there's no, well, I don't Do you remember when NBC and Universal had the Olympic channel? Like this was like around 08, 09, where literally all they would just do is replay the Olympics. Is that true? Yeah. I, I do not remember. Yeah, like, yeah. You'll be, you'll be. I hope you're sitting down for this. That channel did not last. Did not last. Uh, anyway, happy leap day. Um, I don't, this isn't one that I don't, I, I, this is not, this is not be ranking in my, in my top of, uh, things that come around every so often, but this is certainly something that comes around every so often, like a Grizzlies victory, for example, right? A sweet 16 appearance, uh, by Mm -hmm. the Memphis Tigers. There are other things that, uh, that, that we could focus on. Um, we can, uh, we'll take the Grizzlies first. Um, Grizzlies really was another perfect game last night, wouldn't you say? Last night was in the category of, for everybody else, if we can, I will agree to have those kinds of losses the rest of the year. Perfect. I mean, like if, if you if you're someone who's like Monday was horrible, don't do that to me. Last night I can meet you halfway. Fourteen nothing lead. Oh yeah. You know you're like oh there's hope. So you're engaged. You're uh, you for those people who who want them to win and and that, then you're not really despairing at fourteen nothing. You Jeffrey who won a loss because you didn't really think it was going to hold up. And um, so they're, uh, you know, you're bombing in long uh, half-court shots. It's 53-50 at the half. You're, uh, you know, things are going well. You've got, you've got big games from your best players, or but certainly big game from Jaron, um, 33-13, and 13, which, by the way, career high in rebounds. Yeah. Even, I know we know he doesn't rebound particularly, I'm a little. I was a little surprised that was his career high. I would have figured he would have gotten 15 or something at some point. Anyway, 33 and 13 for Jaron. I, I it think is, you're probably right. Yeah, it is his fourth 30 uh, 10 game of his career. Zaire put up numbers. Gigi had a bounce back game. Um, so all of that was good. And then Anthony Edwards on bobblehead night. Mm-hmm. On Anthony Edwards bobblehead night. You can't. You got to show up on bobblehead night, right? Of course. Seventeen point third quarter. And Grizzlies lose. Yes. And Timberwolves win. And onward we go to um, to Portland. But it was again. It was a it was a plucky effort. You know how you can tell? Eighteen second chance points. Yeah. Right. You know, eighteen second chance points. Force for fourteen turnovers. You. It is ugly when it feels like they're mailing it in. Right. When they're not trying. Like the one redemptive. <laughs> Speak be, for yourself. Be, beyond the. The oh, let's see how Gigi is. Let's see how Vince is. The other thing that's redemptive is is when is then they're plucky. Oh, they're giving it their all. At least they're giving it their all. And so when you have a game like the other night and it didn't feel like it was particularly energetic either, that's when it's a complete disaster. Anyway, the Grizzlies uh, lose one ten to one o one, and now uh, two games against Portland, um, which will be uh, season starts here. <laughs> for Jeffrey, I don't think they're. Th- th- to me, again the, with this attitude, to me the danger in 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 them is if you win them both, you might actually start catching. 
I'm not actually worried about catching Portland on the way down. I just don't want to catch anyone on the upside. And if you sweep Portland, totally possible, right? Re- oh, yeah. Re- re- remember, oh, yeah. winless in February. If you sweep Portland, but there might be danger of you going from sixth. Correct me if I'm wrong. Seventh from the bottom. Tomorrow is March. Tomorrow is March. It's a new month. Correct. Turn the page. New month, new, new, new Blazers. Month, new Blazers. New month, mm-hmm. new Blazers. Um, so there you go. Um, the other thing I wanted to talk about um, with the Grizzlies was this piece by Sam Hardiman uh, in the Daily Memphian because today is the day when the Titans are having the ribbon cutting on their new football stadium. And um, and so Sam used this moment to ask the very reasonable question, when are we going to get a ribbon cutting on the FedEx Forum renovations? Now, it's renovations. Do you even get a ribbon cutting? Yeah, I was at, that, my first question was, do we cut the ribbon? Do you cut, do you cut a ribbon for renovations? I thought like the whole ribbon cutting is like it's when for you... for new break ground yeah. stuff. Well, no, there's, there's the shovel ceremony. Right, the dirt, yeah. And then there's the ribble, ribbon cutting. Do you do the shovel and the ribbon? I've... I have. I the have, only thing I could think on ribbon cutting is when you open the new, the renovated forum. But do you do it like? Do you do it? What, when, what, what, I don't know if there's going to be any ceremony. Period. Well, we'll get to that in a minute. Like, will Liberty, will the will Liberty Bowl have a ribbon cutting? Like, you could talk me into a ribbon cutting when they open it for like. But that's the other problem right. is a lot of times these are renovations that are done in phases. And so, like, it's I, never, I, you know what I mean? Get, I'm going to get to that. I mean, I'm actually going to get to that because, well, so what are they doing in Nashville? They're having a ribbon cutting. In Nashville, there's nothing, there's not, you know, they're, they're, it's, really a, it's really a dirt digging, should, it should be, right? In Nashville, it's a, Jeff, I, I do have Has dirt. that city ever needed an excuse to celebrate itself? I have some dirt from the FedEx Forum uh, original shovels in the ground. The thing. big dig? I have some of that, a treasured, a treasured possession. Um, so available probably someday on eBay, but, um, but there you go. So the question is, is when it is a reasonable question, when are we going to, uh, hear more or move ahead on the FedEx forum stuff? And what's interesting to me is it feels like it's just kind of quietly receded, you know, like, and, and so then, then the question is why was there this urgency? Right? Like, why were we in last year all frantic? It's got to get done, got to get done. I mean, the lease goes through 2029. And so, what was the, and I think really it was about two things. Do you want me to answer this freely? It, it was about, well, it was about two things, wasn't it? I mean, my, no, it was about one thing. What? Memphis, the University of Memphis, that was their strategy. Well, yes, but it, okay, so. And they held the feet to the fire. They right. acted like this timeline was of the essence, the, but right. that was part of their pressure. I was going to give two reasons. One is the mayoral administration, right? That there was some. I think people, they wanted to get it done. Both the mayor wanted to get it done. Like Jim Strickland would have loved to have said, we have victory for both, right, yeah. before he left. So there was some urgency from that perspective. And then you're exactly right. The other urgency came from the Tigers who were like, we need the money. We need the money now. We need the money now. We need the money now. And, um, and what's weird about it is, is that having gotten the money. Yeah, they're, they're there's been no ribbon. There's been yeah. no shovel. The, the ribbon, timeline. I said it real hammer. time. The timeline. The timeline excuse was BS to begin with, and we're now seeing that that's true because they're they're not even sticking they're, to that. Timeline. Not. But secondly, I was convinced, and I think, I think time has played it out. The 
actual debate was nowhere as loud as it seemed. It was it was really just a few people making a lot of noise. The um, well, I also think that that with the new administration, there's there was some. I, I think communications had broken down with the old administration, particularly. There wasn't a lot of yeah. trust on both sides, right? And so, with the new administration, all you hear from sort of everybody is, "We're going to get this figured out." It, by the way is one reason why if people have their complaints about Robert Barra, and I understand, like, occasionally I'll, I'll get asked. In fact, I was asked, I was asked when I talked to Downtown Rotary the other day, how do you ever get to talk to Robert Parra? Why does Robert Parra never talk? Whatever. And, and sure, I guess it would be nice if every once in a while Robert Parra would talk. But as I said, what you want from an owner is someone who will spend the money that he needs to spend and hire people who are good at their job. That's the, and, and, and get out of the way. That's what you want from an owner. Those are the most important things. And that's what he's good at. And the other thing is, and that's what he's done. And then the other thing is, is you want an owner who, who isn't rattling the cage about moving Memphis, leaving Memphis. And just from all indications are, there's just no discussions about, you know, they don't raise the specter of leaving Memphis. They don't, like, they just, like, they want to figure, everyone wants just to get a deal done. And so actually what's happening, and this is Sam's story here, is what you talk about doing it in phases, yeah, they, they haven't figured out. They're still short money. They're still short yeah. money. They figured out what I think his numbers were four hundred twenty million. They they basically have figured out how's available, and they got to get to five or north of five. So that's real money, and um, that they have to come up with or to, or discover or whatever. Come up with a funding uh, stream. Um, but in the meantime, you know what they're doing? They're going ahead with stuff. You know, they're going, they're going ahead with stuff exactly as you said, as Sam, again, people can read the story over at the Daily Memphian, um, but the city, county, Memphis, Shelby Sports Authority asked for bids last week for replacing the area sound, for the arena sound system and rigging, according to public notices. So, um, there, there's a lot of stuff just the guts of renovation, you know, like, like some stuff like the sound system, you know what I mean? Like, that has to be done, and it's going to be done in stages. And so, um, so even though they haven't, don't have a deal, right? There's going to be money to start working on FedEx Forum this summer, um, even though it's not the big thing that people have been expecting. So I don't know. I mean, there will be at some point. I'll tell you when the. I'll tell you when there will be the equivalent of a ribbon cutting. What the equivalent of ribbon cutting is for this particular deal is a new lease. That's probably fair. Right? Yeah. That's when you will... I mean, for me, it's going to be when they actually release some renderings. Right. But what you... But would, yes. But, I think but, in terms of the actual... The, the, rib, like, the yeah. moment of like celebration yeah. will be there is a new lease that has been signed. That is the moment of celebration. And sure, maybe there will be some moment where they'll take the wraps off the newly renovated building. Um, but I think that was is secondary um, to the new lease. So there you go. That's our uh, that's our Grizzlies discussion. Uh, again, you can read that piece by Sam Hardiman over in the Daily Memphian. And then uh, we got college basketball. There was interesting college basketball last night. Uh, by the way, Ole Miss loses again, uh, one hundred three to eighty eight to Alabama. They've now lost six of seven. They're six of nine in conference. Fading fast um, is Ole Miss. And I mean, they they gave it their all. I mean, the first half they, they played pretty gave well, it their but all. you just you could you. And then when Alabama, Alabama makes that to, run. Yeah, at when the, they cut right. it to three and a half, it's like, ah, yeah, hey, yeah. second That's half exactly line, please. Uh, and then Dalton Connect is good. 
Uh, 39 points as Tennessee uh, beats Auburn. Uh, he, over the last 12 minutes, he outscored Auburn 25 to 21. Interesting question. Um, you know, yesterday we saw a shooter from Kentucky uh, two nights ago. Yep. Last night we saw a shooter from Tennessee. Um, who is the better NBA prospect? Ooh. Probably Shepard, right? Because Reed Shepard is definitely ranked higher in most mock drafts. Because the issue with Connect And basically in every... He's not, not, not most. In every mock draft, Reed Shepard is ranked, ranked higher than Dalton Connect. The problem with Connect is at the NBA level, the positions that he would have to guard... And, like, let's be clear... Kid might be my spirit animal. The fact that he doesn't even bother exerting an ounce of effort on defense so he can save up for offense, like, that speaks to me. That's to my right. soul. It's like, I love it. The problem is at the NBA level, the players that he would have to be guarding are some of the biggest freaks on the entire planet in terms of, you know, guarding the, the you know, small forwards and, and big-time scorers. So I would think Shepard is probably the best better NBA prospect, but there is something to be said, man. If you're just a guy that can get buckets, you're a guy that can get buckets. Um, Tennessee, I mean, we'll see. And then, you know, the I rap- can't believe they've made Tennessee basketball enjoyable to watch. The rap against Tennessee, right. The rap against Tennessee will always be the rap against Tennessee until they, uh, uh, certainly on Rick Barnes, will always be until they go on the run that, that people have been waiting for him to go on. But this could well be the year. Could be the year. I also, I think, I think this could be a pretty nutty tournament in terms of I think I'm still at the point where I would be surprised if anyone other than Houston, UConn, and I can't believe I'm saying this, Purdue, ends up winning the whole thing. But you can talk me into a lot of upsets. And, you know, we have a we have a situation like last year where UConn ends up winning the whole thing, but the Final Four is Miami, FAU, and San Diego State. You know, three teams that not many had in the Final Four. Right. You could talk me into that. I can see that. Because I I think the difference between 10 and, like, 50, I mean, we've seen it with Memphis. There's nights where this Memphis team looks like, man, that team could go to the second weekend, maybe beyond. And then there's nights where, like, they're going to be in the NIT. Like, that's, I think that is more widespread than just here. I agree with that. Uh, And then you got the Tigers, obviously, a critical game tonight at East Carolina. Uh, as we know, a difficult place to play just because it's hard to get up for the games necessarily. It's a and tough trip, too. It's a, it's a tough trip. I've only been there once, honestly, for a... I think it was... Do you fly into Raleigh and then drive? Uh, I don't know how I got there. Yeah, I probably flew... Yes, I think I flew into Raleigh and then drove. It was Penny's first year when I covered every Penny game. That was, uh, that was the idea. Um, first year, I covered every single home and away. I covered every penny game um anyway uh memphis and east carolina you know if you look at the analytics guys they say it's going to be close you know there's not some you know i think people are kind of assuming memphis is going hey they've got it figured out memphis is going to roll here but ken palm bart torvik whoever it is you know what one one point line is four the line is four but to me like yeah to me like the line being four is like ooh. now i will say this when we were talking about the Ole Miss-Alabama game, when I saw that line being five, 
give me the tide. This kind of is a similar spot. You feel good about Memphis tonight. Now, I should caution. My rule about Memphis is never believe anything, one way or the other. <laughs> like, dude, that is the trap. Is, is, is if you're convinced But if of I'm anything. having to bet this game, I would much rather lay it than bet on East Carolina. Um, yeah, I mean, it's interesting. You know, we, we, everyone's doing this. Well, well, the, here's the conversation about Memphis now. It's all like, have they changed, whatever, what do we believe? Penny's, you know, playing the right guys, all this stuff. But then we do the, well, if they win everything except the championship game, is that enough? That was like that's been a theoretical discussion, right? If they win everything, or if they win out, can they possibly get to the four seed? And they got some help last night, by the way, because because UAB lost, so uh, so that was good. Um, here's the truth: I don't believe they're going to win every game and get to the championship. <laughs> like, I, I mean, I, I, it's it's all possible, right? It is all possible, and so I guess it's good to have these theoretical discussions. Um, I don't necessarily, like, it seems pretty far-fetched to me that they're going to win, you know, they're going to, so it's a four-point game tonight, right? And then they'll be favored to beat UAB, right? They'll be favored at home against UAB, and then they'll be underdogs against Florida Atlantic. Yep. But then, as I heard you and Mark talking about the possible draw, we got no idea what the draw is going to be like in the tournament, but... If you've got to win four more games, so are they really going to win the next six games? I, like the other thing that's always perplexed me about it, it seems unlikely given this, given the bipolar season that they've had. It seems to me wildly unlikely. They, I mean, I don't mean to be a downer here, but like, and I guess we can play the what if. Is that going to be enough? But you know what? To my view, is if you're on that much of a roll, just go ahead and win the damn tournament. That's what's bizarre you know, to me. Like, it's like in all these scenarios, it's, and then just get to the championship game. And I'm, well, why I'm not? sitting there going like. Guys, Houston's not on the other side. Like, what if, right, if you're you, there, if, you should go. Just if you've got there, win the just thing. like don't leave it to chance. Right, just go ahead and win the thing, and and, and that almost seems as likely as this other thing. Yes, you know what I mean. Like, like it, if you're gonna it, win six in a row, might as well win seven. Right. and then and and then yeah, it's just so. Of course, they they would rather do that, but um, you know. I uh, so so we'll see. I definitely I, think I'm part intrigued of, by lots of things tonight. Go ahead. Yeah. I think part of this is also Penny is trying to speak it into existence. Yes, yeah. So well, and people ask that question. Sure, he was he was literally asked, "Is it going to be enough if you you know even if you don't?" And and what's he going to say? There's only one answer. Well, no, yes. I I made this point to Mark yesterday, or maybe it was the day before. I think this is smart because I've. You, I told you, like, I thought it was very weird after the Wichita State game, like, that he was acting like, see, fixed. It's like, right. that that was odd to me. I think he's playing it smart, and that way, if you win the next two, and then you go to FAU on CBS, and you win that game, then you got the microphone, you know, after the game on right. you, and then that's when you make the case. Make the big Correct. case. Yeah. Um, so, uh, but I, I'll be intrigued by a bunch of things tonight. I'm um, just like, do they play with the same intensity that they that they played with? The same commitment to defense. Obviously, it wasn't perfect, but same commitment to defense. They, all the all the things that we saw uh, the other night. So, so do they do that? Does Penny have the same approach to rotations? Yep. Um, really intrigued by that. Is he? As we know, there was only Jaden was the only player other than the starters who played more than twelve minutes and more than in, in double figures um, the other the Sunday. And so, is he going to? Um, do that 
um, as well. Um, I mean, I think I think any, any other Tomlin source of intrigue is, is if Tomlin, Tomlin is continue to be correct. a dominant player because that does change the math for me. If if Memphis starts to get the Tomlin of last Saturday frequently, well, that's a whole different challenge. Like, that's a very well, it's, good team. It's what John and when John wrote the column the other day, or he wrote, he actually said it on a radio show the other day. There are things beyond what you. Beyond the result of the last game, there are things that happened in the last game that give you reason to believe. One is the way Penny handled the rotation, and another is the emergence of Tomlin. And those things are, if they're replicable, and that's all we're trying to see. You know, part of the, yeah, if you see it again tonight, yeah. you're more inclined, you know, all right, well, here we are. They've, they've discovered the formula. Now they just have to repeat the formula again and again and again, and sure enough, they can go to the NCAA tournament. Um, it is interesting. Um, Lenardi now has Florida Atlantic on the bubble as last four buys. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I've been wondering if that was going to be the case. One is going to catch up to them. Correct. Because we talk about Memphis having a bad loss to Rice. FAE's got two. They've got Bryant and Florida Gulf Coast right. that are just absolute anchors. And it does feel to me they're like one more loss away from really being like, we, so, uh, uh, we, we should probably what go are we We're going to get to this view where, where there's only going to be one bid and it's going to be the team that wins the tournament? I am open to the idea that if Memphis... I'm open to the idea that they get two of the combination of FAU, USF, if they continue to... Like if USF goes seventeen and one, right? Like even though their numbers are well, I mean, there's going to be this weird reality of they're. It's entirely possible they finish the regular season inside the top twenty-five, right? And they're a bubble team, right? It has there is precedent. It's happened before. I think it happened in 04 with Utah State. But like I, I'm going to have to sit there and go like prove it to me that you're not going to put at least put them in Dayton. All right, we got to take a break. Uh, today on the radio show, we have... Oh, I didn't even say this earlier. I was so distracted by... You know, every four years, I forget to tell people what's mm-hmm. coming up on the uh, radio show. And so we got Chris Harrington straight up at 10 o'clock. And then we will play writer, then write trivia. Jeffrey is on a win streak. He's like the anti-Blazers. Jeffrey is on a win streak. I'm trying and, to set the tone for the Grizzlies. And so we will play writer, then write trivia in the second hour as well. Chris Harrington... And writer than write trivia. Got to take a break now. I do want to tell you, today's a little nippy, and uh, we could have some rain as well. But spring is on the way, and that means it's time for patios. No better patio in Memphis than the Majestic Grill. Honestly, what a, it's, a, it's the perfect thing to do uh, on a spring weekend here is to head on down to the Majestic for brunch. They've got brunch on Saturday and on Sunday, and, you know, brunch is like spectacular because you can get you can get the brioche french toast you get something sweet or you can get the crab benedict you can get one of their incredible frittatas and then you can walk on down to the new tom lee park you can just sit there it's a perfect place for people watching honestly and so you hang out on the patio you have your brunch you people watch it is the majestic grill oh and their patio is both heated and covered so head on down to 145 south main one of these weekends and treat yourself spring doesn't get any better then on the patio at the Majestic. Back in a moment, Jeff Gawkins, show 92.9 FM ESPN. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. 
And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Spring is the best season in Memphis. We can agree on that, right? All the colors, all the trips and the celebrations and the entire city springing to life again. Well, the same thing is true at Ocall. The place is bursting with color these days. Ocall's brand new collection from Cricket that you really have to see. They've got brand new knit shirts and spring outerwear from Holderness and Bain. And of course, all the stunning clothes you expect from Viore, Faraday, and Peter Millar. So whatever you're looking forward to, whether it's a spring trip or backyard barbecues or a wedding, make the best season in Memphis even better by visiting your friends at Ocall. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Wendy's new breakfast two-for-three-dollar biggie bundles let you create your own delicious combo. Choose from a sausage biscuit, egg and cheese biscuit, small seasoned potatoes, and a medium hot coffee. But it's obvious which combo's the best. Sausage biscuit and small seasoned potatoes. Well, maybe it's the fresh cracked egg and cheese biscuit with a medium hot coffee. Or two savory sausage biscuits. Yeah, whichever you pick, you can't go wrong. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's new two-for-three-dollar biggie bundles. Limited time only. U.S. price and participation may vary. Not valid in a combo. Single item at regular price. I'm what you might call very good at hide-and-seek. This one time, my parents had to round up the whole neighborhood to track me down. It was a mess. A lot of tears. Well, now that we got Xfinity, we have Wi-Fi all over the house, including all my favorite super-secret hiding spots. So I can kill time in here by streaming my shows and... Ha! Found ya. The heck? How? You left to find my tablet on. This generation... Ruining the game with their performance enhancers. Get wall-to-wall Wi-Fi from Xfinity for a reliable connection throughout your home. Now through March 5th, get gig speed internet for $35 a month for 12 months when you add unlimited mobile. Plus, get Wi-Fi equipment included for two years. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today. Requires paperless plan auto pay stored bank account. Restrictions apply. Taxes and fees extra and may change. Gig speed Wi-Fi requires gig internet and Xfinity gateway. After 12 months, internet increases to $60. After 24 months, regular rates apply. Xfinity mobile requires Xfinity internet. Actual speeds vary. Get buckets with your first bet on FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Because right now, new customers... Customers can get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. That's $150 if your bet wins. So take that long favorite so you can get those $150. Bet on all your favorite NBA players and teams with quick bets, live same-game parlays, exclusive props, and more. Just visit FanDuel.com slash Gabe K. That's G-A-B-E-K. Again, G-A-B-E-K. And shoot your shot. FanDuel is an official sports betting partner of the NBA and 92.9 ESPN. You must be 21 plus and president in Tennessee. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire just seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. And if you have a gambling problem, it's very, very simple. Call that Tennessee red line. Number is 1-800-889-97. Eight, nine. At Fisher Investments, we may seem like other money managers, but we're different. 
Are you really that different than the rest of us? We are. As a fiduciary, we always focus on what's best for our clients. What services do you offer besides investing? We have a team of specialists in financial planning, estate planning, and more. Your clients rely on you for all that? Yes. We ensure clients receive unparalleled service at every step of the relationship. Okay, but you still sell commission-based products, right? No, because we believe that's a conflict of interest. We prioritize service over sales goals. So, then how do your fees work? We have a simple and transparent fee that's a percentage of our clients' portfolios. So we do better when our clients do better. Wow, we're more different than I thought. At Fisher Investments, we're clearly different. Learn more at fisherinvestments.com. Investing in securities involves the risk of loss. Hey, Kathy, you know, I've been seeing those State Farm commercials. You guys have built quite a team. Mahomes, Kelsey, Derek Henry. Bundle my auto and Mahomes. Oh, yeah. Steve, we're proud of that team, and I'm proud of my team. Your team is awesome. I know firsthand. If there's a question or problem, they're on top of it. My name is on the sign outside, but it's my talented team inside that makes the difference. Hey, call Kathy Thurman Edwards, State Farm agent on Brookhaven Circle. 901-767-7744. I'm not as cute as Jake, but I'm better looking than a lizard. Hey everyone, Gabe Kuhn here. I think there's three checklist items when looking for a good dentist practice. One, are they good at their job? That's one thing you absolutely don't have to worry about when you go to Dr. Mady's today at the Smile Center. Two, is it convenient? I would say the Smile Center is about as convenient as it gets. Perfect location in Germantown. And three, are they personable? You may catch Dr. Mady try to talk Grizzlies with you upon your visit. But regardless, Smile Center checks all the boxes for a phenomenal dentist practice. Get to their location in Germantown or go to SmileCenterMemphis.com. When people have a craving to explore new and traditional Asian cuisines, they head to P.F. Chang's, where scratch-made dishes come from the 2,000-year-old tradition of wok cooking. P.F. Chang's wanted to explore new possibilities for their website. They turned to AmericanEagle.com. AmericanEagle.com re-architected P.F. Chang's website, integrating multiple third-party systems to create a unified digital experience. The results? Improved page speed and performance, personalized content based on users' location, and two Intuitive online ordering, an increase in organic search visibility, and a 40% increase in new users. For scratch-made Asian cuisine, visit your local P.F. Chang's or go to pfchangs.com for website design, development, digital marketing, and hosting that produce efficiency, revenue, and results. Visit AmericanEagle.com. P.F. Chang's and AmericanEagle.com. Another example of the best businesses in the world. Turning to the best in the business for websites, go to AmericanEagle.com or call 877-WEBNOW1. That's 877 877- Webnow one. Spring training is here, and the free Odyssey app has everything you need to get ready for opening day. In-depth team coverage from the biggest sports radio stations across the country. Exclusive interviews with players, managers, and MLB insiders. And podcasts dedicated to your favorite team. Listen live to the latest breaking news from around the league. Or choose from a list of topics and listen on demand. It's all on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. A-U-D-A-C-Y. Jeff's guests appear on the Frame Corner phone lines. Frame Corner, with expert custom and do-it-yourself framing since 1975 on Park Avenue in East Memphis. Now, back to the Jeff Calkins Show, live from the Genesis Memphis Covington Pike Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN.
FanDuel is America's number one sports book, official betting partner of the NBA. And right now, one little measly winning $5 bet, and you get $150 in bonus bets plunked into your account. Just one measly little winning $5 bet if you're a new user. And uh, you get $150 in bonus bets, which you can then use to bet on whatever. Quick bets, live same-game parlays, exclusive props, and more. All you have to do is go to FanDuel.com slash Calkins, C-A-L-K-I-N-S, C-A-L-K-I-N-S. Must be 21 or older and present in Tennessee. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable. Bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem call Tennessee. Red line 1-800-889-9789. We will... Uh, We'll talk to Chris Harrington coming up next, and then writer, then write trivia after that. Um, there were a couple things I wanted to get to. First of all, Jeffrey, one thing that we have not talked about at all is the NBA All-Star Game and its chances of coming to Memphis. And the reason we haven't ever talked about that on this show... It's not? Is it's not. <laughs> like it. It's funny. Like I remembered I was... Jason and John were calling me a traitor to the city of Memphis because four or five years... I don't know when we last... Remember we had that discussion a few years ago? This was sort of a, why are you ever going to get it? And I'm like... Vaguely, and then I remember going, I'm not entertaining it. It's not like... It's not. And I said, furthermore, I don't care. Well, I'm I'm with you. And also, the fact that when... And now they've they've elevated the numbers. Now they change it. It's it's not even more than it wasn't ever. You know, like so. If you preposterous. If you look at the actual the qualifications to now be an All Star game, it is hilarious to me that they went to Indianapolis and then they came back. We're never going to Indianapolis again. No, we got to figure out a way. We got to figure out a way to not go back to Indianapolis without saying we're not going back to Indianapolis. So whatever it is, it's the if you want, they have a limited. They have a they have a. Uh, 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 minimum size for the convention center. Our convention center is about half that size. Correct. They've got a minimum number of direct flights. We don't have close to the number of direct flights. They have a minimum number of, of five-star hotel rooms. We're actually close on flights, but we're not close anywhere remotely close on international. You had to have 20 international Yeah, and then, and, then they, and, then we're not, and then we're not close on hotel rooms. Like, we're not close on anything. We're so just like, the like, other thing that was insane to me, now they did just announce Phoenix. So... Not only do you have to have the hotel rooms, you have to have three five-star three hotels. five-star hotels. Now, granted, that's a vague terminology. Right. But if you go by what most people would consider to be the standard in America now, the Forbes rankings, even Phoenix only ha- doesn't have three five-star hotels. Now, there's also, like, other rankings you can right. bring in and whatnot. But clearly what they were saying is, like, we are just going to... We're going to places that people we're going want to... Destinations. to, want to we're, we're going to destinations. Correct. Yeah. And, and, and it, what didn't used to be that? It didn't used to be one to go... Even when it wasn't just destinations, Memphis wasn't going to, like, be it. They're just not. So... The fact that it never here's, even here's happened... The thing. Here's the thing. Yeah. If you get to the NBA Finals, they can't insist that you have a certain number of convention center or a certain number of hotel rooms or a certain... You know what? You're in the NBA... And you know what those games are? The biggest games. Meaningful and fun. Yeah. <laughs> you know, those games that are meaningful, everyone will watch. They're well, you know, fun. I'm not ready to say fun, but we know they'll be meaningful. Right. They, they are, I they, didn't have a ton of fun during the Western Conference. They spots. are meaningful games that, yes, and so that's the way you do it. And, you know, you can get you can get, you can get as, as many as four of them, Jeffrey, yes. if, you, uh, if you do it right. So, I, yeah, I, I, I didn't talk about that because I didn't think it was worth talking about four years ago. But whenever, whenever it was that we had this discussion here, it's certainly not worth talking about 
Um, now, okay, other matters. To the NFL. This is an Thank opportunity to, <laughs> to the NFL. I do, uh, did you see, Chiefsaholic mm-hmm. is the guy who uh, was robbing banks. Super fan, yeah. Super fan, a Chiefs super fan who was robbing banks uh, in order to finance his super fandom. And he well, was, in his addiction. Okay. Yeah. Little column A, tell, little column B. Tell your yeah. story, not yes, whatever. Yeah, exactly right. And um, he pled guilty yesterday. And uh, his lawyer uh, really had a good time. His, his lawyer really had a good time with it. Here was his lawyer afterwards. From the beginning of this case, folks, the that government has been already. blitzing. And Xavier's pocket was collapsing. But today... Xavier stepped into the pressure. He took responsibility for his actions. He stood up in court, humble and repentant, and admitted what he had done. Now, if I know anything about Xavier, and if the Chief's Kingdom knows anything about Chief Saholic, we know that he doesn't give up. We know that if he stumbled and he fell, he didn't let his knee touch the ground. And that's because he's capable of doing a great thing. And he knows that there's still hope. We still have a lot of work to do on his case, but Xavier wants everyone to know that he loves the Chiefs' kingdom, he loves Kansas City, and he hopes that you'll rally to his support. Thank you and God bless. Didn't miss a chance there to uh, now. Let's which 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 of the cliches did he? First know, off, this this does feel like a guy that the pocket liter- the pocket was collapsing. This does also feel like an attorney that like just started learning about football, <laughs> and he's like testing he's testing himself to see if like right. how well he knows it. Right. I think my favorite metaphor was he didn't let his knee touch the ground. Right. Yeah. Because that lets you know could he's definitely he's definitely playing college rules there. Right, no, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, right, right, it's not yes. about your knee being down. Right, it's about getting touched and being your knee being down. Um, the pocket did collapse around him. Stepped up into it, faced the blitz. I guess I'd have to ask: Did he throw behind the blitz? Did he take off and run? Like, I, I need to know exactly how the play developed. But wow, that uh, was we, we missed. We missed jailbreak there. Yep. Jailbreak would have been yep. another one they could have used. But screen um, pass. That was mm-hmm. certainly something. Okay, that happened yesterday. Uh, also, yesterday we knew that Caleb Williams didn't object to going to the Bears. I never, I, evidently, like a lot of this comes from, I think it was the GQ story. Uh, a lot of this sort of Caleb Williams is asking for weird stuff is came from the, the I think it was a GQ story in the fall where he was talking about he could go back in the draft if they didn't like. Yeah. It, and, and, and you know who was talking about? His dad. Yes. It was it was his dad who was his dad had not been quoted since, and it was dad who was quoted on. All what an this unbelievable stuff. coincidence! What an unbelievable coincidence! Um, I, I I you know what? In terms of bad teams to go to, like you're going to if you're the first pick, you're going to presumably go to a bad team unless you just you know unless, uh, unless you're in the NBA and the Spurs happen to be up at bat, right? You're going to go to a bad team, and but even I mean, Wembenyama has certainly gone to a bad team. You're going to go to a bad team, and as bad teams go, like I don't. I don't think there's anything about the Bears. You don't like the coach, right? Yes. You don't like the coach. But I assume he's not going to be there very long. But you assume he's not going to be there very long. I don't think this is, you know, Archie Manning going to the Saints who are going to be awful forever. Maybe. Yeah, we don't know. But you know what? 
they made good they made smart trades last year. Like so far in terms of I I actually think polls polls like, I think polls has, so far. Polls has shown he's very competent. Yeah, and, and but what do you like But the question is how many guys like part of the deal is do you have a group that is patient enough with you to actually like do the job right? And I think the whole reason why I never really bought into they were going to keep fields it's like getting the rookie quarterback gets you a little extra time. Yeah, and then and then yes, I, it does matter obviously what you put around him. I don't, you know, um I I I agree that it that that, that matters, but you know, they already got a number 1 receiver. They they uh, I I'm dead serious. I would rather be a got, fan of the Bears than the Giants. Uh, 100%. 100%. They got a second first round pick this year. Correct. So they can pick an offensive if they want to pick another tackle or something, they can do that. So their first it's important to note their number 1 pick is not from them. It's from the Panthers, right? Their number one pick is from the Panthers, and then they have their own number one pick, right? And so you know they can. They're, they're, I I I don't see any reason why you wouldn't want to go to Chicago. Um, I mean, and, do we really think the division forever is going to go through Detroit? No, but like whatever. There's good teams in. I don't think it's an. Un, I don't think it's an impossible division. Yeah, I don't think it's an impossible division, and you can have two good teams in a division anyway. Yeah, you know. So um, so that happened yesterday, and then we had the. Uh, the NFLPA rankings, came yes, out. the player rankings came out as they 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 anonymously um, analyzed or evaluated their own teams on a whole bunch of basically like what's it like to play for this franchise? Yes, right. And we also added categories, or added, at least added they owner. added categories that they released publicly. Added owner, head uh, coach, head coach. Yeah, Did you see this was I was interested in this because, and I know I I probably talk too much bills here. But given how much crap Sean McDermott takes, and then there was the whole 9-11 thing, like, he is, I wouldn't say embattled, but yeah, kind of, you know, he got an A. Yeah, I... He got an A from his players. That was, that actually, was, that was interesting It actually me. didn't surprise me that much. Because there's this whole, this thing that people don't like, the players, the coaches keep leaving, Leslie Frazier leaves mysteriously... Secondary coach, this like you all don't know this because you don't follow Bills as closely as I do. Like, do people really not like Sean? Mc- then there was the whole Sean McDermott part of the the story that the, that nine eleven story when the nine eleven story broke. The other story was Sean McDermott never he n- never takes blame. He you know he always takes credit. He never takes blame. He w- you'd think a, you'd think the players would rip him for that. I if that were true. I mean, do not get me wrong. That is one of the more bizarre. This is crazy like, story. Like, why, crazy story. Like, who worked well together? Correct. You know what? The pilots, correct. the guys who hijacked that we want to be right. as cohesive. It was crazy. I do think it's important to note that happened years ago. Right. It wasn't this training camp. And it seems to me that it was leaked. And to it me, it was clearly leaked by someone by and definition. I, I legitimately think you can tell me that it came from McDermott and he was trying to take all the pressure off everybody. I don't buy that. I can 100% buy that. Because um, Jeff, he had remember he had answers ready to go, and you're like, okay, that's a pretty uh, good, that's a pretty good answer. The uh, the uh, the teams that were good that uh, scored particularly well included Miami, Minnesota, Green Bay, Philadelphia, Jacksonville. All did very well. Teams that did badly, uh, Washington. No way. <laughs> they got new ownership. Right. We'll see, um, Kansas, and and this was done in November, by the way. So this is this is not, you know, completely current. Um, Kansas City, 
the Chargers, New England, and Pittsburgh. So don't put too many. You evidently you can still win Super Bowls and be a dynasty, even though you rank poorly. Kansas as City, as long as you have Patrick, Mahomes. as long as you have Patrick Mahomes, it doesn't really matter. Kansas City, in particular, got dinged because they had promised to redo their locker room, and then they said, "Listen, there wasn't enough time." By the way, that's not creating the right incentive in your players, right? There wasn't enough time to redo the locker room. We'll give you more time, and so they all they had was new chairs. Yeah. That one was interesting to me because everyone, like I saw the take out there, like having the best stuff doesn't mean wins. And I just pointed out, like, as long as you have have Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes. Let's take a look at the other teams, though, that are at the bottom. The Commanders. Yep. Losers. Crap. Chargers. Yep. Losers. Yep. Uh, Pittsburgh, okay. But they still don't want a playoff game in, what, 10 years? Right. I mean, they're, like, exceptionally mediocre. New England. Stinks. Right, right. Cardinals. Yep. Stink. Yeah. Falcons. New head coach. Stink. Bucks. Thank God for Baker and Tom Brady. But are they, are they, okay, are they, dra- are they getting low numbers because losing creates a everything sucks atmosphere anyway? No, I think they're getting low numbers because when you start to really do the math, we just described some of the cheapest owners in sports with the one exception being Kraft. Right. Although... I found it very fascinating. Did you see the did you see the score for coach and owner for the Pats? The let's see. I think it was like Belichick got like an A minus and then they did D plus. Really? For Kraft. Correct. That's interesting. Players did not loathe Belichick. Correct. Um some of the other details there. Um <laughs> Tampa Bay, if you are a uh if you are a uh not particularly highly valued player, you have to room with another of a teammate on the road or pay $1,750. I mean, I think the key that we're seeing is, for the most part, the teams at the bottom are just notoriously cheap. Right. Chargers, uh, they offer daycare, but it's off-site and not free. Yeah, and again, I mentioned this yesterday, Bud Elliott of 247 Sports made the joke, and he's absolutely right. Listen, as much as I love to make fun of the Chargers and Spanos, yeah. if you've got a team that includes Phillip Rivers and Antonio Cromartie on the same roster, you would start, <laughs> char- for, uh, yes, you would start, start charging, charging for, yes. for daycare. But um, bum. anything else strike you from the NFLPA player rankings? I did not realize Stephen Ross was so player-friendly and whatnot. I, I always thought Ross was kind of a – he's not on the Spanos-level right. cheap – no, evidently. But I mean, he, they all seem to love it. They, they, they got. I think scores. it's interesting that the Rooney family—they've been able to avoid this narrative for a very long time. But it now seems that it's coming more to light how cheap the Steelers right. are. And I think that's. I was, that was interested interesting that Green Bay did so well. Well, I think Green- that makes that actually makes all the sense in the world because in the end, it's a nonprofit. They have to spend. And so right. because they... But you would think, like, Green Bay players might... This is a godforsaken place or whatever else. You know, it's up there. I mean, I, I would like living in a Green Bay, but I can see why. But it, I, I think it literally just boils down to, in the way that the Packers are set up, the money that they have has right. to go, go to, the, to team. the team. It's like, you know what it's like? It's like Leaders Credit Union. Yeah, exactly. It's like Leaders Credit Union. Members. The, um, that's been a good year for management in Green Bay, by the way. They've well, got, it helped that Love looked... They've got some help. Yeah. They got vindication. They got vindication on, on Jordan Love. Although, are we just really going to ignore that he literally threw two of the worst interceptions that's, that's, we've ever yeah, seen? Yes, we are, for now. Okay. 
and then uh, and then the other no- news was uh, McCall Hardiman. Um, I love this. He was on a podcast and he said that um, when he was with the Jets. The quote was, I already talked to Veach and Mahomes and begged the Chiefs to come get him. So now, later on, he tried to clarify, because that's that would be tampering. It's not tampering. It's not tampering if he calls the Chiefs or tweets the Chiefs or whatever else and says, yo, come and get me. You know? If 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 they say anything back, it's tampering, right? You know what I Correct. mean? Like it's you can say what you want out to the universe. It's not tampering. The tampering is on the part of the Chiefs. And so, um, but he he said, at least on this podcast, that he had conversations with the Chiefs, both management and Mahomes, about returning and asked them to 